The information in this podcast is general information and not advice. Sanford Financial is authorised under Australian Credit Licence Number 541480. Further information is available at stanfordfinancial.net. Hello and welcome to On The Couch with Steve, a podcast where we help you navigate the often complex world of buying and selling real estate. I'm Steve Athanades, I'm the owner of NG Real Estate uh, here in Ipswich. Uh, we're obviously going to discuss the latest Reserve Bank of Australia announcement. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, today we're joined by our, our great friend Steve Beach from Stanford Financial. Hey Steve, how are you, man? Good, thank you. Lovely. Back. <laughs> Lovely. So we're going to talk about the Reserve Bank announcement. So obviously, without any further ado, what happened? Well, um, some some great news. They they put the rates on pause. So yay! So yay. Um, cash rate does remain at four point three five percent. So um, so some benefit of that is yeah we, we shouldn't see any sort of rate rises, not only in this month but again the RBA don't actually meet in January. Um, so the next meet is actually February. So will actually be a two month reprieve on on any sort of cash rate movements. So somewhere around February four, nothing's going to happen between now and then. So obviously we get to get through obviously Christmas, the new year, uh, into the start of February before anything else can happen. Obviously, Reserve Bank will meet again somewhere around the 4th of February 2024. But the good news for everyone at home, okay, you get to save some money, stash away that while you can. We'll talk about some strategies as we go through about what you can do to help consolidate where you're at. But the amazing news is uh, rates are on hold. on hold. What did we say was going to happen? We both predicted on hold. So uh, Wow, we are so <laughs> clever. Hey? Pick most of them. Pat on the back to you, mate. Go. Very, very good. But like at the end of the day, the good news is, is that obviously what we're talking about is extremely factual. It's obviously designed to help everyone out there who's in this world of buying and selling real estate. Obviously, we try and cover as many bases as we possibly can. Uh, but I hope everyone at home is obviously finding this extremely factual and helpful. We want to help you. So, mate, um, all right, we've talked about it. It's on hold. Why? Why did it stay on hold? Um, I guess uh, probably won't dig too much into the, the, the global economy, but um, everyone else has sort of peaked outside of Australia from most of the central banks. Um, but the big uh, factors that, that predetermined was one, um, inflation went from 5.6 down to 4.9. Um, That's awesome. So, so it's definitely heading in the right direction. They were anticipating that it was going to be 5% last month. Um, so it was a little bit higher. That's why they lifted the rates. Um, you know, reading some of the, the articles and, and a couple of the, um, you know, the sort of journalist articles out there, they're all talking about, did they actually raise rates too early? Um, like, it's definitely got the, the impact that they wanted, um, but they're still talking about, um, you know, that, that slow trajectory, making sure that at the end of 2024 that we have an inflation rate between sort of 2 and 3%. So... Now, obviously, we've got a, we've got a little complication in there called Christmas that's that's on the way, so that will naturally always spike. So you we will see a slight rise in inflation, and that's why the Reserve Bank's not meeting in January. Is that, that correct? That's correct. So, and they also can then get a a full quarter of of I guess in inflation data or CPI data. Um, so why like the February meet is always really important because they have been able to, to gain the entire year's worth of data, analyze it, they've got a lot more time to to come up with some strategies and, and goals to make sure that we have that soft landing into that that inflationary rate um, that they want. But uh, again doesn't you know I guess they did talk about, you know, 
yes, rates have peaked and inflation has peaked and everything along those lines. Um, but they haven't said that we're completely out of the woodwork yet. But I'm still, you know, again, we always do predictions, but I'm still un under the belief that I think rates will, will stay on hold for a while now. Look, I've spoken to a few different people uh, in different sort of levels of um, banking and stuff as well. Uh, they did say we would get one more, uh, which we did. Um, but they're feeling that there may not be any more either. So I'm starting to lean towards February. We may not have another rate rise, but we'll discuss that a little bit further. The other topical part of this and, and what's influenced the Reserve Bank's decision is unemployment. Now, in the past, we've talked about the fact that, believe it or not, they actually wanted to see unemployment, unemployment rise. levels rise, which would effectively mean people, some people sadly would lose their jobs. That's just starting to happen. So. Tell us why did why were they hoping for for you know that to happen? Um, I, I guess you know a big big predetermining factor as well is uh, immigration. So there's a lot more people coming into the country as well and, and finding jobs and everything along those lines. So um, with unemployment, there's ultimately more cash flow in the economy. So more cash means more expenditure, which means pushes up inflation. Similarly with bringing in uh, immigration as well, so more people in the country, means there's more money to spend as well. So all these factors come into, I guess, consideration across the board. Um, unemployment, I guess they've always wanted it to, to situate around that sort of three to four percent. Um, you know, we've seen unemployment rates of, of you know, around sort of two percent and it's slowly starting to increase up to that level yeah um you know and that was always going to be a factor of as we spend less and a lot of that's to do with sort of more casual employment so people just sort of you know there's not enough shifts around so um where i think we spoke about sort of six or seven months ago that um basically part of one of the rba articles was they want to see people do more essentially for less um, which is not a great thing but it's not likely though is it really no so people aren't going to want to participate in that in that sort of model clearly yeah. but but yeah i understand what you're saying now mate i know we're, we're always bound by time but the other factor that is obviously affecting uh, i guess the economy is house prices now mate uh, <laughs> they keep going up we're not we're not seeing this market crash that everyone keeps talking about. No, so. no, no. Well, we obviously had a lot of podcasts about it. If it did happen, maybe we'd see a drop somewhere in the five, maybe worst case scenario, ten percent range. REIQ. Anyone else who was smart was saying, oh, okay, we could get this, and it could happen. What we're actually seeing is is that house prices, on average, even this is across Queensland, which is the best performing state in Australia, uh, house prices on average are going up around three percent a quarter. So we talked about this, I think, last month. We were saying even if you bought a house in the last 12 months and you just, just sat on it, you're probably 12% richer than you were a year earlier for doing nothing other than the just fact getting, that you bought a house. Getting in the market. And it's 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 funny. It's something where we get asked quite a lot. And, you know, again, we can't give financial advice. We can give credit advice. But um, a lot of people ask me, you know, Steve, when do you think is the best time to get into the marketplace? And I've always said the same line over and over again. When, when you can afford to. Um, I think the best time to get into the property market is like now, when, when you can, so if you are able to. So, um, and, and that's, we're seeing a lot more uh, family guarantees as well at the moment. So we're, you know, sort of young kids uh, don't have enough deposit to get into the marketplace because property prices keep sort of jumping up. Um, so some people are getting pushed out of the first home guarantee, uh, first home loan deposit scheme um, thresholds. So we're now utilizing mum and dad's equity in their property um, mm. instead of the government guarantee side of things. So, um, well, look, I think it's interesting 
interesting times. Obviously, we're in December 2023. We're coming, you know, it'll be 2024 in about three seconds. Um, so, obviously, the predictions moving forward, and we'll obviously cover this in depth as we go through podcasts next year. What's going to happen with house prices in 2024? Now, you mentioned you should buy when you can afford it. Uh, all the experts, and I'm not I'm not including myself in that bracket, but the experts are saying that they still continue to believe that house prices will continue to rise in 2024, which means if you can afford a house today, you should buy one, okay, because chances are they're going to be more expensive. You need to go along and see a gentleman like Steve at Sanford Financial. He'll help you out with all your uh, buying and buying needs. So, but that the moral of the story is, is that everyone's basically predicting house prices will continue to rise. And that's, that's purely supply and demand. There's, there's less supply and a lot more demand. So um, even in my local area, I live down the Gold Coast. So uh, as you know, real estate agents, you know, constantly saying, hey, Steve, you know, are you thinking sell. about sell? You're thinking sell. about please, selling? You know, please, please, please sell. We've had, you know, the three auctions, you know, the couple of you know, houses danced around the road and it's like very similar to your house. You know, the, these buyers are ready to buy, you know, if you are you considering selling? And I'm like, oh, um, maybe, you know, if I've got the right price and, and those sort of, uh, I guess, thought processes Processes is what's pushing the market up. It's because I'm I don't really want to sell, but hey, if someone offered me the right amount of money, I'd sell. And we, <laughs> what he means by the right amount of money is is a stupid amount of money, <laughs> and then he would gladly sell. That's yeah, what you meant. Isn't that's it? what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I'm conscious of our time now. It's prediction time. We're we're, we're coming up. We're we're projecting into the future. February 4, 2024. What's the Reserve Bank going to do then? I still think they're going to hold. I'm going to second that motion. I think they'll hold again uh, just to see what happens. Depending on how bad the data is, we'll see what happens after that as to what we predict. But I think they'll leave them on hold in February as well, unless some major economic catastrophe occurs between now and then. But my prediction, same as yours, mate, interest rates are on hold in February 2024. But I want to thank you for tuning in to On the Couch with Steve. Once again, mate, very special thank you to our great friend, uh, Steve Beach from Stanford Financial. Absolute wealth of knowledge. Now, if you'd like to see more information about what we're talking about here on On the Couch with Steve, you need to subscribe to the link below. Please come and join us. Our following is going through the roof because we're very smart gentlemen. <laughs> I don't think so. Steve is. I, I'm a bit of a goose. But um, but in they tune in for more uh, and we'll see you soon with On the Couch with Steve. <laughs>